Welcome to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is where we explore the journey from no one to number one. Thank you for tuning in. This is the number one podcast, the show that is dedicated to the journey from no one. <laughs> I get this right. No one to number one. Hope you guys are good. It is Friday. What's up, B? Happy to see you. Good to see you at uh, Creed. Coach Verlin hooking us up with the tickets to Creed 3. That was cool. What's up, Wild Hearts? Kendo Jedi, Perpetual Analysis. Super free. Happy to see you. Hope you're having a good weekend. Good to see you and your kids. I think that you were also with, I don't know, your significant other, your husband. I don't know what you call things anymore. Can't call anything what it normally was called. <laughs> What's up, Ted? Uh, Nature Boy, 10th Planet, Southeast BJJ, what is going on? Got everybody in the house. As ever, man, you like what we're talking about? Throw me up a number one in the chat. I appreciate you guys tuning in again. Uh, what else? Yeah, hit me up in the chat. You can ask me questions, whatever. Uh, bam, bam. Uh, sugar Daddy, all right, all right. I like it, I like it. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are doing good. It is Friday, man. I am super amped. Supposedly, the weather's going to be nice here in Denver. I don't know, man. It can't happen soon enough. I am getting sick of this cold. You know, I grew up in Colorado, but I moved to California, and I saw how people live. And I loved it because I loved being outside. I loved working out outside. And I didn't realize I had gotten into this nice groove, man, whether it was Christmas or July, I could get out, run on the beach. I could do my workout. But once I moved to Utah and Colorado, I threw a whole wrench in my workout. I'm going to be honest. And I hate the whole deal of like having to get all dressed up, go through the muddy snow, get dressed down, change. I just want to go. I want it to be easy and convenient. So try to figure that out. Try to get out to maybe Florida this time, jump over to the other coast. I want to start expanding, building my empire. Uh, today, guys, we are going to talk about what the top salespeople, what do they do differently? What the top salespeople do differently. Okay. So we are really going to dig in to uncover the secrets of what the most successful people in sales do in the industry. Okay. A deep dive. This is what the top performers do. I've been studying this now for about five years, and I am a nerd, man. When I get in on something, I'm like a pit bull. I get on it. So we're going to talk about their strategies. What do they? How do they close these deals? How do they build relationships? How do you dominate a market? How do you throw those numbers up on the board? So anybody here in sales, I'm going to tell you, everybody listening is in sales. You just don't know it, okay? So let's set the stage. Imagine, let's just imagine a world where sales is the most important part of your business. Secret, you don't have to imagine because it actually is the most important part of your business. Because the more you sell, the more money you make, the more successful you become, right? So, okay, keep going with me. Imagine that you're not just a salesperson, you are a sales champion. You're a sales god. You are the one who consistently outsells your competition. And you're the one who is 
always closing the biggest deal on your team. All right, we got that. We, we got that image in our mind. Okay, now let's talk about what sets you apart from the rest of the pack. Okay, one of the biggest difference between the top sales guys and women and everyone else is mental. It's all mindset. Top performers have that winner's mentality. What's the winner? You got to win. You got to put in the work. You got to train. You got to drill. You got to get out there, <clears throat> take risks. Excuse me. You got to take risks. Does that make sense? You have to succeed no matter what it takes. Relentless. You ever read that book by Tim Grover? It's a great book. Relentless. You just got to have that crazy amount of drive to win and refuse to take failure as an option. And don't be afraid to fail. Okay, that's that's different. You've got it. Failure is part of the deal, man. We can get out on the field. But you got to work your ass off and really think about and take seriously what you're doing. Okay. Now, what's another difference between that winner's mindset? You got to learn how to build relationships, dude. I think this is lacking in our world in general. Like long-term relationship building. It's like, man, if you ghost me, you're going to fucking stay a ghost, dude. You're dead to me. You understand? You need to build relationships. This is what people don't do well. Typically, I'm just going to be real, man. Alcoholics or people with drug addict problems, like they're the worst at building relationships. They can't keep their shit together because they're ruining their relationships all the time. This is what it takes. It takes, first of all, the winner's mindset. But then two, you got to learn how to build relationships. Okay. Top salespeople understand that selling is not just about closing deals. It's not just about the close. It's about building long-term relationships with your customers, right? Because especially in enterprise sales or complex sales or high ticket sales, it takes time, not just to understand your customer's needs, but to develop trust. That, that requires proof, man. You can't fake that, right? And you then have to continue working like tirelessly to give them the, the solutions that they need. I hope that's making sense to you guys, okay? But it's not just mindset. It's not just relationships. You actually have to have a strategy, right? You got to have a clear, well-defined sales process. And you also got to have uh, metrics. You got to be able to perform and then measure your performance so you can see what's going on and get yourself feedback. Southeast BJJ says, wisdom, nature boy, give me a, a number one. Thank you, sir. So mindset, build relationships, and you have to have a serious, successful strategy, okay, with metrics. You got to know the steps. Do you know all the steps to a sale? Do you? I can rattle them off. Attitude. That's number one. I already talked to you about that. Greeting. You got to have your greeting down. Fact fighting, right? Qualification or appraisal of the situation. Can they buy? Then you got to make sure they're on the right product. I mean, dude, there's like steps to this, dude. And then once you get them on the right product, you got to get them a demo. 
Then you got to try the trial close. You get it? Just send them a write-up, a proposal. Negotiate that proposal, close, follow up. You got to have a process, a strategy. Okay. And last, after mindset, relationships, sales strategy, you got you to gotta be willing to grow. You've got to be constantly learning. Constantly, man. Sales game is always constantly changing. Why? Technology is changing. The world is changing. And you are changing. And your clients are changing, man. Life, the world is changing. Right? So you've always got to be looking for ways that you can improve, uh, become more efficient in your skills, in your knowledge. Right? Got to read books, TED seminars, train, network your ass off. Right? Especially with other successful salespeople and people in general. Right? Just so you can stay ahead of the curve. Right? Okay. Short and sweet, man. Short and sweet. That's it. That's the secrets. <laughs> but you may, there's a difference between knowing something and doing something. You understand? This is to me the biggest trap of the information age. I see it all the time in, in grappling, man. You, these people have every freaking BJJ Fanatics DVD, every piece of the scientific wrestling library. But when I ask them to do a simple pivot, they can't even do that. The basic, like the, that's the foundation before you can proceed. You got to implement all this, right? So remember, success when you're doing sales, it's not just what you know. It's not just who you know, both of those crucial. You got to be an expert, a subject expert. You got to know who to talk to. But you got to know what to do with who you know and what you know. Action, right? All right, here we go. Take those strategies, apply them to your own sales process. Earn that respect with yourself. You're a witness to your own experience, man. That's why I like Confidence, respect are earned. That's what integrity is. Build those relationships. Get your strategy down, right? And always be willing to learn and grow. And number one, never give up, ever, under any circumstances. Don't slow down. Don't give up. Keep going. That's how you win. All right. Off my soapbox. You got Chris out on Facebook. What's up? Love these videos. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you, dude. Appreciate you, man. I'm just giving back, trying to help. I've been doing this. I've been doing this so long, man. Uh, you know, I actually posted a video on number one coaching. I think it was on the Facebook. And one of the comments, you know, they're cheap. These people just, I don't even know why they comment negatively, but they do. It was like Shaq and he was talking about self and they're like, oh, funny how these people, when they're past their usefulness, want to become a preacher or something. And I'm like, maybe it's not that. Maybe they become so massively useful compared to the rest of humanity that they actually want to improve the world and they're like leaving breadcrumbs and giving tips and the way that they think, right? So 
guys, I'm here to help you, man. Like this weekend, you want to get your grappling up and fast, go to the accelerator camp. Two of our elite coaches, guys that have been with Scientific Wrestling since the beginning, um, Sam Crescent, world's deadliest artist, and um, uh, Coach Luis Ojeda, King Catch San Diego, most wing winningest uh, catch wrestling tournament guy going. <laughs> you got to get out there, man. It's going to be killer in San Diego. Go to coachingcatch.com. It's not too late. You can sign up. Starts tomorrow. It's going to be at Swift Kick Martial Arts in San Diego. It starts at 1.30 p.m., ends at 7.30 on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3 on Sunday. And then if I can help you on business, man, I show up here. You guys just got to show up. You type in the comments. By the way, I know I'm missing some. Let's see here. Centurio1776 says, if there's no catch in your area, is it better to do regular wrestling or jiu-jitsu? Okay, dude, it's up to you. Like, what are your goals? Okay. So here, if your goal is MMA, I would go to wrestling and then just uh, try to wrestle with jiu-jitsu guys so you get your defense down, right? Because wrestling is the biggest predictor of champions in MMA like by a huge margin over jiu-jitsu, right? If you're just, if you're wanting to do grappling competitions, then I would probably do both. I'd try to figure out how to do wrestling and jiu-jitsu or find a club that does both. Maybe do judo because they focus on stand-up and do a lot of the jiu-jitsu uh, takedown or uh, submissions. I, it depends on what your deal is. I don't know what your deal is, what your goals are, All right, right? That should dictate what you do. If you're just a weekend warrior, a retail martial arts guy, and you just want to stay in shape and you don't want to... Dude, get in where you fit in, man. Maybe you want to do wrestling competitions. I don't know. So... I, I wish I could tell you, but it's kind of on a case-by-case -case, uh, basis. What's up, Disco Distance? Happy to see you, dude. We got Nature Boy and Ted Planet. Best, dude, except for the Ted Planet, we got to make it Nature Boy Scientific Wrestling, but that is a great. I love the fact that you're taking on the Nature Boy thing. That is awesome. I love your screen name. It says, thanks so much, Coach Jake. Just wrote down your winning strategy in my notes. I have a competition this week. Pivot, learn, grow, and don't give up. Thanks, Coach Jake. Yes, sir, man. That's it. That's it. And these lessons, I learned them late, man. I was a late bloomer. That's a fact. <laughs> and, then, and then I had a viable period, and then I got jacked. I got jacked with a carotid dissection and strokes. But um, that, I, I got bit by the bug, and I've been doing this for since 93. So what is that? Uh, grappling. I've been on the mats. I started peewee wrestling in 78. I don't even want to do the math. It's like ridiculous. Like 40 years. Or something. What is that? 45 years on the mat in martial arts or combat sports. And then uh, grappling since 93. So what is that? That's like 30 years or something. Man, that makes me sound old. Uh, guys, what are you doing this weekend? Do not waste the weekend. Right? Weekends are for the week. Keep hustling, man. You don't got time. You don't got time. You think you got time, especially you young people. You don't got time. You don't. You got to go now. You need to develop a sense of urgency and get on your shit right away. Start hustling. What's up, Nardo Alpha Boot Camp Corey? Happy to see you guys. Ryan Williams, Bushido Born Castle, 
A.A. Ron Anderson. Hell yeah, it's fast. Mo, Joe McGee, McGee. I don't know how how to say that. Jorge SSB. All of you guys, man, appreciate you jumping in on this. Southeast BJJ experienced is what I call it. Yeah, I'm That's the nice way of saying old. I appreciate it though, brother. Uh, W1029 FZX. I don't know, man. Sounds fake to me, but I'll answer. Uh, who would you say is the best active representative of catch in competitive grappling, not MMA? That's a hard question because how do you define it? Right? I would say it's actually probably, well, it's hard, man, because so many guys cross train. I'd say Victor Henry right now is really killing it, uh, but he's got a UFC contract. But just a year ago, he totally dominated, or two years ago, he dominated the King of Catch tournament that we had in San Diego. I don't know, man. That's uh, it's a hard one because then also, <clears throat> for me, <clears throat> I consider folk style and freestyle to be amateur catches catch can. So do you mean like the old esoteric style that I'm trying to bring back? Like competitive, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Honestly, like when you start expanding out, I think the proper definition uh, to include folk style, now you start really getting some crazy stuff going. Hard thing is, man, is, MMA is really where the money is for these guys. I think the opportunity or pro wrestling grappling is still really hasn't done that, especially for the not enough to bring in like Iowa wrestlers, Oklahoma wrestlers. It's just it's just not there. When that happens, man, and and these jujitsu competitions stop with the the biased rule sets and the biased bookings, dude, it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be everywhere because. Wrestling, I mean, jujitsu and, gra and grappling is huge right now, but it's still tiny compared to wrestling at large. And we wrestling at large just, it's like, why am I going to enter into that? Right. Like it's all biased. And, and so it's a hard question. Hey guys, it's Coach Jake with the number one podcast. And, you know, at number one coaching, we know that small business owners struggle to scale and increase their revenues. So, we're here to help you. We believe that every single entrepreneur deserves the chance to win beyond their wildest dreams so that they can have peace of mind and abundance. We do that by increasing your revenue, teaching you sales strategies to increase your revenue, demolishing employee disengagement. And we do that really by transforming your sales managers into coaches that are concerned with putting points on the board, but those points are revenue. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. You don't have to go through your business life complacent, just accepting, reacting. Let's take charge. Let's win. You can head over to numberonecoaching.com, schedule an appointment. It's free. We can do a strategy session, 15 minutes for free. Numberonecoaching.com. Thanks. I wish there was an easy answer, but I don't have a straight answer for you. Wish I did. If you got suggestions, I'd love to hear it. Uh, 
what's up, Mason? Get ready to go to San Diego. All right. We got, I know we're going to end up having, it's not going to be a huge camp. Uh, we, we put them right next to each other, but we did that because we were on opposite coast. I was trying to make it easier for people. I'm going to tell you something, guys. Um, I, I've been doing this for 15 years, like on my grind, dude, between me and guys like Jesse and Sam and, uh, Luis and, and, uh, all the guys helping plus Wade and Josh Barnett, Billy Robson, even Neil Melanson jumped in for a minute. Um, I've been on my grind on this for a minute. I've been figuring it out. And uh, <laughs> it's at this point, I've had to put the touch on thousands of grapplers, thousands of athletes. And, you know, and then a lot of them go off to try and create their own spinoffs and fracture off and all that. And then that's my fault. I should have been better back then at trying to keep everybody under one umbrella because I think we would have been bigger faster. But I think I'm getting better at that because I'm focusing on it. And, you know, I am constantly tweaking this based on how things go. Lockdowns hammered us. So we had to rejigger things and figure out a better way to do stuff. So I think going forward, we are only going to host our camps with the scientific wrestling affiliate gyms. So in fall, instead of trying to get out to everybody, you guys are going to have to come to us. We're going to do three camps in the fall. We're going to do Orlando at Brian Ruscio's scientific wrestling affiliate by gym. It's called Grappling Mastery. We're going to do one in Denver at Vern Earwood's scientific wrestling affiliate fight gym, V10 training, MMA club. Uh, fantastic facility, by the way. I mean, it is like, we're going to start doing shoot pro wrestling shows out of it. It's so cool. And then out of <clears throat> scientific wrestling affiliate by Jim Black Flag Submission Company in Phoenix, because we could pull people from Northern California, from Vegas, uh, Southern California, San Diego, LA. It's all about, it's all dry. Uh, and it's affordable, right? Sometimes when we do the camps, say like in touristy places, I try to do it too, to be nice and have you guys get to some warm weather at least. Um, but they tend to be more expensive. Whereas Phoenix, um, where we're in Denver is Aurora, so it's not as bad. And then, um, uh, it outside, it's just outside of Orlando and Eustis, which is like a suburb of Orlando. It, it's working out pretty good. So I think we're only going to be doing it at scientific wrestling affiliate gyms. Also, it's another nice perk for these affiliate gyms because we push the hell out of it in marketing, really get people to level up. Let's get back to the, uh, comments. Valdivai Elijah. What's up? What's the scientific wrestling opinion on closed guard. Craig Jones says you're essentially pitting yourself. Yeah. Craig Jones, all these guys are coming around to, to using the vernacular that we brought to grappling. Pinning. Dude, I can't tell you. Literally, like, it's only... So it's... The first thing was leg locks. Everybody was like, oh, leg locks, lame, blah, 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 blah. And then they came around to us. And now it's the entire uh, scene. And then I was like pinning it and people were like, no, you can't. I like catch, but the pinning thing. Blah, 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 blah. And here we are again. So I don't know what to do with all this shit. I mean, obviously I agree because they're copying us. Like they're, or let's not be rude. Let's say they're following us, right? That's what a leader does is follow. Or there is, well, a leader creates followers, but not through any bullshit by going first and, and doing it and committing to it. Improving the point. And so 
I don't know if that helps. Uh, Mason, catch camp. Yes. Catch these nuts, dude. You sound like my 11-year-old. You and my 11-year-old, I, I hate to break this to you. And I love you, man. You're good. You're, you're getting good. Um, but, dude, <laughs> you and my 11-year-old would get along well. Uh, whether that means he's mature or you're immature, I don't know. But I love you, bro. You're doing good. You, I was really impressed with your skill at the last camp, Mason. For real. I tease you, but you were doing really good. So keep it up. Don't let that get to your head. Uh, can you talk more about how the rule sets of grappling competitions are biased against catch? Naga, Abu Dhabi, EBI, uh, there's no pinning. That's the first thing. Uh, IBJJF was against leg locks. There's no neck cranks. Uh, no, whatever, man. This isn't, I mean, I, there's all the people that can go into this. It's like, I, 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 I hope that helps you, but that's quickly. Valvadi, I, I'm messing your name up. Valdivia Elijah. Are you familiar with Abu Dhabi? Basically requires wrestling to succeed. Well, they've come around. So now everybody has to do folk style or amateur catch, catch camp to succeed because you need takedowns, you need top pressure, you need to be able to have, how to transition. Uh, what people fail to realize is you don't have to unlearn that to learn how to submit somebody from the guard. There's like a million ways to submit people from different control positions. Catch wrestling's had them for like since the 1870s, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like you just need to up your grappling literacy. I've done everything I can do. I've got the fighting library. Go to fightinglibrary.com. 10,000 pages of old documented stuff of people doing this for a long time. I put out the submission master uh, DVD, which even predates UFC has all of it. Nelson's leg locks, neck cranks, arm on arm manipulations and then all this stuff with pinning with wade all the stuff from the traditional classical cashew sketch can with billy robinson i mean dude it's all there dude um catch man yeah dude san diego camp leaving now all right man have a safe travels dude uh sam crescent and uh and luis ojeda will take good care of you nature boy ted planet what is the best submission if you are in someone's closed guard. <laughs> Dude, some of this stuff is so hard. I wish you guys would come to the camps because everybody's got a different body style, right? What if you're short for your weight class, which means you're also heavy, right? Like um, your body's going to be different than a long, lanky leg wrestling guy like me. And so that guard might be different, right? So... It's hard to say, man. And is it straight grappling? I mean, the, the, the first thing that I would, if their guard is closed, I, I'm part, you know, people will differ because people got different uh, talents and whatnot. Fujiwara showed me this great Fujiwara cradle from a closed guard. I think it's great. Uh, Eric Paulson has this like, clever way to hook the guy's legs with it, just kind of a back kick kind of thing. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I'm partial to, you know, if they're, if their guard is closed, you know, I'm going to try to stand, I'm going to try to stand up and I'm going to try to break the guard. That's, that's what I'm going to do first. Or I might just sit there, pin their hips to the mat and wait for, for some sort of opportunity to arise. It depends on, on the person. It's not a great position from which to submit people. So, you know, I, there are people that say submission before position. Well, I don't agree with that. I, I think those people don't realize that say that. I don't think they realize that there's multiple control positions. 
beyond the guard. And they just don't recognize it. So my first thing would be to posture back if I was in a closed guard and I'd start working to get those, uh, shuck the, the, the legs, shuck the hook off and create distance and break the guard open. But that's a case-by-case basis. I'd have to see your body type, how flexible you are, how strong you are, what you can do, what you can get away with. There is um, another thing you can do where, but this is all also, this is also what bothers me is so many people are stuck in what Billy Robson would call the Japanese way of teaching. And I find that jiu-jitsu, the Brazilians do this as well. And I probably because they learned it from the Japanese um, is this technique-based thing. And what technique-based stuff leaves out is timing and balance. So I like a more of a, a, a technique drilling combo, you know, that's a little more, got a little more liveness in it. So we practice stuff a little more live. It's practice still. It's not, it's not wrestling. So we, it's a lot, it's drilling. I don't know if that makes any sense. So the, you could bear crawl out of it is basically where I'm going to. So I don't know if that helps you. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to jump out of here. It's been uh, 27 minutes right now. I'm going to go uh, start my front. Actually, I got it. I got to go ship off all those rash guards. They just came in. They look amazing. The new uh, uh, chaos skull rash guards. I don't know if you've seen them get on the Instagram. You can see them or Facebook and the CWO. Also see somebody ripping it off that. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, the pro wrestling announcer guy with the tennis racket. Can't remember his name. Cornette. Now he's ripping it off. It's cool though. It is what it is. Nature Boy 10 Planet says, we're going to bring guard breaks to scientific wrestling. Have a good weekend, coach. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I respect the guard. You know, that is their, that is the jujitsu control position. They're very good. But if you don't play their game, then that's where they run into problems. And that's why everybody started to figure out about top pressure, takedown. Because if you can control that and not end up in the guard, man, those guys tend to be in, in trouble. Valdivia Elijah. I teach a jiu-jitsu class where we play games with certain goals. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Still, you want to add, there's tricks to adding timing and balance um, to technique, technique drilling. You got to come to one of my uh, camps. Like, I, I just, in fact, Morgan just joined. We were doing a whole bunch of these like drills especially on stand-ups into takedowns and reversals and, you know, counters and recounters, that kind of stuff. Uh, Nature Boy, 10th Planet, going to show the power of wrestling at my competition. Let's go, dude. Get a film, send it to me. Tag us. Uh, what's up, Morgan? Happy to see you. Yard 899, let's see. Says, what's he saying? He's out. Are you on YouTube? Yes, sir. Says, have you thought of offering training products like push-up boards, clubs, etc.? It seems like no one is making good push-up boards. In North America. So, yes and no. Look, dude. Push-up boards you can make, man. Literally, it's you just need a saw and some wood screws. Like, you just need to make the board and make the, the things, and you got get, you can make that. Uh, there are people, I, I don't know off the top of my head because I have my own. They're called a Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A. This is the in the um, Akaras or the wrestling gyms of India how the, um, the Kushti wrestlers do the Hindu push-ups, right? Um, you can do them flat. You don't need that. You can use straight up the push-up handles. They sell it 
big five or dick sporting goods or whatever too you just got to make sure you're doing that right i mean unless you're kind of just into having that equipment but you can fight it uh maybe have a woodworker do it the mace bell dude i mean i i pretty much brought that to the west everybody copied me there are a crap ton of people making those so i don't know what to tell you about that and people are we're actually making them in wood now. So there's so much stuff out there now. I mean, beyond the grappling thing on the conditioning side, I created like a whole cottage industry for people. So you just got to go out there and look for them. You know what I mean? I think you can find them. Uh, and then Yard Ape says, I don't want to order something from Australia, pay 160 bucks with the shipping for a piece of wood. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not going to make it right now. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. People ask me all the time, like, can you make more shirts? Can you make more uh, rash guards and stuff like that? And, you know, I'm in the faith. I have other businesses um, and this is my passion. This is probably my life's purpose. And I'm dedicating more time to that as such. However, from a business perspective, this podcast is ultimately about business. People always ask me about wrestling because that's probably how I'm best known. I'm most well known for it. Uh, but I am equally as versed and versatile and man, maybe even more in business than I am in, um, wrestling. So the thing is this, the margins on a lot of that stuff is just not worth it. I don't know if it makes sense to you from a business perspective. It's just, I've got three kids, three businesses, and I go for the things that have the biggest impact. And other people, they might have better connections and better margins on creating that kind of stuff, right? Does that make, does that make sense? So you just have to probably look out there a little more further. I bet you you're going to find what you're looking for. And if not, go make it, dude. If price is your, if you can't handle the price, dude, you can go down to Home Depot, buy two pieces of wood, saw it into three different parts, the Sheena, board and then the legs sand it put it together for probably 20 bucks tops just get good wood screws you can varnish it you can polish it do all that stuff there's probably youtube videos on how to make not the sheena board itself maybe probably uh there's youtube videos on how to make a mace i was gonna do that i was you know i got to the point where i'm like i just want people to swing this i don't even care about the hardware i'm a, i'm more of a software guy i want it I want people to use the stuff and somebody else can handle the hardware, right? You can make a lot of this stuff on your own, right? Uh, via Elijah says, balance and timing is like invisible technique. Would love to know how you implement them in drill. Get out to coach and catch, dude. There's certain things that you can't learn through a screen, bro. And balance and timing, 100% that, okay? Especially when it comes to not just your own, yeah, you could go watch uh, uh, parkour videos or some shit. I mean, whatever. That's cool. Okay. But when it comes to using another opponent and having to understand their their reactions and beating them from their reactions, dude, you need to be in a room and you need to have somebody kind of helping you see what's happening outside your own body because you're in it, right? So I don't know what to tell you with that, man. Get to camp, Elijah. Get to camp. Coachingcatch.com. We got a bunch of them. I'm next fall. I'm gonna do three. Phoenix, Denver, and uh, Orlando, and that's it. This one we've got Denver, Pinion Hills, Charlotte. We were in San Diego. 
I don't even know if we're going to do Sacramento. I, I'm just pulled too thin, man. I don't have enough bandwidth to throw what I need to make that successful. So I don't even know if Sacramento is going to happen. Just being real. You guys want this stuff. Show up. I'm showing up. I'm throwing, I'm putting my money down. I'm buying plane tickets, paying staff, paying all this stuff for marketing. You got to show up. Yeah, I'm doing my part, right? I'm just being real. Just being real. Okay. Uh, Yard Ape says, makes perfect sense. I mean, dude, you can make a lot of that stuff, dude. And that's really, honestly, to me, the point of a lot of the stuff that Carl Gotch teaches with regards to conditioning for combat sports they had he had to come up with this system as a professional wrestler a guy who made money through wrestling traveling and being in hotels and back then they didn't have 24-hour fitness everywhere you had to figure out how to get your conditioning into elite levels without a versa climber without an elliptical bike without without a wrestling room because you got to travel and make your money does that make sense? So, I, I mean, I would really start looking into the bodyweight stuff. It's mind-blowing how good you can get with stuff. All right, guys, I'm off to ship the rash guards. I'm going to ship them right now. So if you want one, you better, um, you better do it like in the next 10 minutes. Put in an order if you want to get it right away. So I appreciate you guys. Show up a coaching catch. We've got a bunch of uh, uh, new ones coming. If you want to be one of those gyms and take advantage of the scientific wrestling marketing machine, of the 20-year brand, of being number one uh, in Catches Catch Can and hybrid grappling, hit scientificwrestler.com. Our first 11 affiliates have done. The price is going to stay the same until we get uh, to the 15th affiliate. Right? So for more people until that price goes up, I would jump if I were you. That's how we do it. We increment. So the first eight got a special rate. Then from eight until 15, get the next lowest rate. And then from 15 on, it's going to jump again. So I'm trying to get you guys who are early adopters and who have faith in me, like the first 11 who are rocking it, to take advantage of this. He who waits, masturbates, saying, dude, the real thing's better. <laughs> All right. Uh, Volvid, uh, Voldiva Elijah. Have a good day, Jake. Thanks for your time and info. Dude, what's your name? Can I just call you Elijah? Because I'm fucking up the rest of the name, and I don't want to do that. I want. <laughs> Is that okay if I call you Elijah when you pop in? Hey, thank you. You have a good day too, my friend. Uh, guys, have a killer weekend. Make the most of it. If you're anywhere in Southern California, you really should do yourself a favor spend some quality time on the mats with the guys at the accelerator camp sam and Luis. they will do i trust these guys they know what they're doing they've been with me forever under the watchful eye of billy robinson with wade let's go all right lfg all right guys you have a killer weekend i will see you Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. And as ever, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it, pass it along, hit like, all that, smash the like button, whatever. Please help us get the word out. My mission is to help as many people as possible. 
Head over also to numberonecoaching.com. We are here to help you with your small business, help it succeed, help it grow, and help you thrive and become number one.